You wanna go to war? You got a war. You started it, we gonna finish. What's up? Once again, another Dan Solo Punk Off Podcast. So, I uh, just wanted to get another kind of episode out there for, for you all to enjoy. Uh, a couple things I wanted to cover real quick. Um, I've never been like a huge Jackass fan. I mean, I've watched the movies, I've enjoyed some of it. Some of it I think is funny. Like Rocket Skates was one of my favorite bits of all time. I found that hilarious. But, uh, I really wanted to talk about the whole Bam Margera train wreck that's kind of going on right now because it's, it's kind of weird. I mean, um, first of all, I, I think <laughs> there's some sort of karma working in the world to where uh, Bam is basically looking a lot like his dad, Phil, now. I mean, he basically looks like if Phil was trying to skate and do all the you know, gothy looking stuff, but anyway, hashtag, uh, uh, yeah, I'd watched, uh, what was it? A couple, it was like two years ago, three years ago when he started working on getting sober again and skating again. Cause I thought, I'm like, Oh, good for him. He's trying to get his shit together and, and everything. And, and yeah, it was a matter of time. And I started hearing stories about, Oh, he's, you know, he's out seen drinking again. And I kind of figured it'd be, so, but yeah, it's kind of a shame now, like, I don't know, I've seen Steve-O, because every so often on YouTube I'll come across Steve-O's Wild Ride, and I'll always kind of check Steve-O out. Steve-O's kind of one of those weird dudes where uh, it's kind of like listening to Jason Muse talk about a lot of things. You're kind of like, oh, that's kind of interesting. There's some stuff you're like, oh, yeah, he's kind of a kind of a dirtbaggy dude, but there's some other stuff. And, and I mean, Steve-O, honestly, considering... I mean, he's still a decent skater at his age. I mean, the dude's my age. If I remember right, he's right around there. If not, you know, and he's still a pretty good skater. I mean, for all things considered, considering he never really achieved like a huge like pro level, still a decent skater. I mean, but uh, yeah, there's uh, I guess the Bam now is like kind of lashing out at Stevo and uh, like Wee Man and a bunch of other those guys that really didn't have. I've tried to support him as much as they could through the rough times, and I don't know. It's kind of like, it's it's kind of sad because you just know, for the most part, it's it's the alcohol. You know, it's the alcohol. It's uh, it's all everything that's just it's it's like everybody else that wants to they're an addict. It just turns them into another person. So I don't. And in a lot of ways, to me, it's I was never a huge fan of Bam, but it's still just kind of sad to see this going on now just he's just kind of turned completely on his friends and you know you know know the dudes that are hanging around with him now those guys they aren't really his friends i mean they're there for the ride and for the money and for the going to the bar and you know bam will bam will pick up the check or whatever and because he's got clout or whatever so uh, I don't know. It's it's, it's kind of sad, but it, it it is what it is. Hopefully, the dude can turn it around again and, and uh, sober up, get clean again, and just kind of get focused. I mean, I mean, if 
Maybe that's part of the thing, but you you would think after the whole thing with Ryan Dunn, you'd think that would be kind of a wake-up call, but I don't know. Sometimes that just makes people go further in to their to the darkness, to their hole, to addiction. So, I don't know. I'm kind of keep my eye out on that. If you, if you hadn't really uh, heard anything about it, just kind of check it out. It is, it is a little bit interesting just to kind of see. And like I said, although there's... <laughs> become a rap battle out of it, I guess, and I've checked out stuff of it, and it was, I don't know, it was a little cringeworthy, but I don't, I don't know. So, I don't know. So, moving on, I've heard, uh, been listening to a lot of uh, different podcasts, and uh, I guess with the whole alien thing coming up again, conspiracy theories have come out, and uh, I actually listened to... Uh, Smosh podcast. I wish I could remember which one it was for sure. Where Shane Top was talking about, he goes, The thing is, is like years ago, 10 years ago, a lot of conspiracy theories were at least kind of fun. Where it was like about aliens and about, well, are they, are they really amongst us and everything. Else. And they, and he brought up the fact that a lot of the conspiracy theories now have kind of now been dumbed down and it's become kind of dangerous and it's full of just kind of uh, lack of knowledge more than anything else and then that's the thing as humans we can't we can't always know everything but it's just, it just seems like with the internet and everything it's it's become just more dangerous and almost violent and very much uh, like pitting people against one another which is just kind of true like I said before it was a lot of people were you know uh, cryptozoology with, you know, Bigfoot and Nessie, and, you know, so it was a lot of that kind of conspiracy theories, and granted, there's always been the governmental conspiracies around, but, I don't know, that, uh, yeah, it's just, there's too many groups with stuff that's just way too far out there, and just, I don't know. Whenever you completely buy it, I mean, we just conspiracy theories, a lot of them, there's always maybe a little kernel of truth of something that's there, but, to buy into it wholeheartedly is it's never I don't know I don't think it's never a good thing so but yeah like I said and then the chain top also brought the like social media and everything doesn't help anymore so so but with that I had heard and I guess I maybe kind of heard about this but there was one conspiracy theory that I had missed maybe I heard about it before and I just it didn't really I don't know click but there was a conspiracy theory that Avril Lavigne died and was placed by a clone. So here's kind of the deal. It was, uh, oh, let's see, how long ago was this? Is 2003? I don't know, right around there somewhere, I guess. And apparently it, it pops up ever so often again. But uh, apparently that was a theory is that uh, Avril was replaced by a lookalike named Melissa in 2003. Uh, apparently the uh, conspiracy theory is that Avril was cloned and resurfaced on Twitter. Oh, or wait, this was, okay, yeah, the theory had resurfaced over the weekend. Uh, 2005. But yeah, basically it was, uh, uh, Avril was uh, struggling with her fame and started using a body double named Melissa. At one point it was supposedly that the real Avril Lavigne had died, so the record company replaced her with... Melissa full-time, and supposedly the proof, quote-unquote, was red carpet shots, where, like, 
Avril layers trousers. Melissa's prefers dresses and skirts. And supposedly there were some different facial features, at least pre-2003. And uh, they said that supposedly Melissa's left clues in songs. Let's see. Like, I don't, let's see. I don't know Avril's discography that well. But uh, supposedly one of the songs was uh, Slipped Away. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I'm, tr I'm trying to find the lyric. The day you slipped away was the day I found it won't be the same. They said supposedly that was the the clue. So I guess so. Uh, but yeah, they, there's uh, also gone on that. There's been other reports as well. Supposedly Paul McCartney, which was a huge one because of the whole "I'm the Walrus" thing. That was oh, but yeah, supposedly uh, that was one. Supposedly uh, there was a rumor Taylor Swift had been replaced by a clone at one point. Beyonce, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Like I said, I just found that kind of just oddly fascinating just in general that uh that ever Levine and I, like i said I've, that's also the weird thing for me with ever Levine. like when she first came out i was kind of like Egh. and just now as i've gotten older i've uh, i wouldn't say hated her less because i never really hated her i just was indifferent and now i'm kind of like eh, she's all right and you know i've seen tony hawk do a, some videos and stuff with her which I gotta say, I've seen Tony Hawk in a lot of commercials anymore, including, uh, I think the last one was for insurance, aimed at people 50 and older, which, <laughs> I mean, it fits at this point. Why not? And he just had that huge thing where he screwed up his leg really bad. But, uh, and, you know, as much as I've, you know, on skate forums, you always see, you know, oh, still out, blah, blah. Tony was always kind of that way, though. He was about being the biggest skateboarder that there was. And, you know, if he's going to take every opportunity... He had no punk rock ethos, I don't think, ever, as far as the whole I'm not selling out to the man and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't... And, and honestly, I mean, Tony's always seemed like a decent guy. I mean, he's... Uh, uh, Besides the fact that, I, like I said, I don't know because I'm not his buddy. I'm not his friend. I wasn't there. He has a hard time, it seems like, um, I would guess, and I don't know this for sure, but keeping his penis in his pants considering how many times he's been divorced and remarried. And maybe that's something else, too. I don't know. Maybe it could be because he was on the road for so many years during tours and being away working on, you know, how once the pro skater games, I'm sure that required a certain amount of him going around promoting that and also going to studios and doing the uh, Catmo stuff and so I don't know it's it's neither here nor there but I mean at this point I'm for the dude I'm kind of like make your money man um, while you can I mean that's at least to me the smart end on his especially since he has had and I think people kind of forget that there has been points where he has basically made, like, no money at skateboarding. I mean, he went to, uh, you know, the low point in skateboarding, you know, those dudes were hardly making anything at one point. So, and, uh, sorry, I'm trying not to, I was sitting here messing with my phone because uh, it was kept buzzing. But, uh uh, trying to think of if there was anything else I wanted to cover. And it was just a short episode, just to kind of uh, 
cover a few things. Uh, eventually we'll uh, get uh, Mr. Crude back on. Uh, him and I'll have a couple things to talk about. Speaking of which, I'm just going to kind of put this out there and I'm going to actually cover this on an actual episode. But for AEW, um, Chris Jericho. I just wanted to cover this real quick and I've had friends that have been <laughs> feel vehemently opposite of, that I do of this. But I'm kind of at the point with Jericho. I remember watching him when he first came to WCW. And he did the man of a thousand and what was it? A thousand five holds. It was supposed to be like three more than Malenko did or something. And I remember watching that promo and I, I did, I laughed. I thought it was hilarious. And that's always kind of been Jericho's stick, but I'm at the point anymore where I think Jericho, I mean, cause right now they're doing the whole Don Callis thing. And I gotta be honest. I have the last couple AEWs, I've not run to watch right away. I'm kind of, I don't know, it's kind of flattened out for me at this point. It's gra- I'm glad uh, CM Punk is back on. That has made it a little more exciting. Um, there's a lot of storylines, though, I'm just, I'm not buying into anymore. I'm just kind of a little indifferent. Eh. The Outcast, I do kind of like to see what they're doing, but even they're slowing down on that. Uh, I just realized the other day, we haven't seen Wardlow in a long time. So, and I, I realize he's kind of AEW's Goldberg as far as he is at least starting to learn some more moves. He's, you know, with Goldberg, I think he had and nothing against Goldberg, but he had like, what, four moves? And it was the same in every match. And that was the huge thing of, is every mass w- match was pretty much a squash match with Goldberg. So, but going back to what I was originally talking about, uh... I'm kind of thinking at this point, Jericho would serve better as, like I said, they'd have him on the table announcing a lot, and he's pretty good at that. But also, should they have him as basically like what Bobby Heenan used to do? Once Heenan was done wrestling, and kind of, a lot of people kind of forget that, where Heenan became like the manager and would do the announcing because, you know, he was kind of the heel announcer. And I think that would probably be a pretty good role for Jericho at this point because while he's not out of shape for his age it's pretty doughy and especially as much as he wants to go without a shirt it just I don't know it's not a, it's not a great look for him and I don't know he's I don't know he he looks more like a heel manager anyhow so I mean I realize the dude does not want to retire which I understand there's certain people that they just even once they've got a certain amount of money, they just, they enjoy what they're doing. But I don't know. I think he kind of needs to slowly just transition into this other role. Because I think much like Heenan, he's got, you know, for the most part, he's not, no one will ever be Bobby Heenan. Don't get me wrong. As far as the insults and the, the, the way he, but I think Jericho could, could do his own version of that, that works for AEW. So... I don't know. What do you think? Am I wrong? Like I said, eventually I, I do want to have a couple guests on where we talk about several wrestling subjects, including this. But in the meantime, uh, tell me your opinions. Uh, we got an email at uh, punkoffpodcast at gmail.com. And that is all. There's no underscores. It's all run together as one word. Punkoffpodcast at gmail.com. So send, send your opinions here. Also, if... As I said before, if you've got any ideas for us to do an episode on or bands we need to check out and try and interview, because that is the thing I'm eventually going to try and start doing again, is trying to get 
once we kind of get, I get more used to the equipment that I have and we can kind of find the space to do it, is I'd like to start having bands on here again because that is, that was, I got to admit, one of my favorite things to do on this podcast was just bring on bands and just talk to them and just, just shoot the shit about just everything. Like the albums they worked on, the songs, their process, their interests, just whatever. It's the stories they had. So that was, that was always fun. So I guess that is pretty much all I have for today. So, and uh, hopefully I've been kind of banking some of these episodes. So as is here and there, they come out. So hopefully none of this stuff is too untimely by the time I finally do get it out and published. So yeah, there's that. Uh, other than that, oh, on uh, kind of an update for, uh, last weekend was a terrible weekend for me. The wife and I was originally going to like kind of just get away for a day or two, take a day trip. And, uh, between things that happened with her work, it didn't happen. I'm, I'm trying to decide how much I'm going to disclose about this, but, uh, yeah, she, I woke up to her rage cleaning in the morning because of, because she was supposed to have a day off work and she still did, but yeah. And, uh, I'd already taken a day off work. So, and then, uh, I'd had the, uh, the whole spider bite thing on my leg. And that week I had gotten a little blister that had started and but it hadn't gotten real big, but by all of a sudden it was like, like Thursday, Friday, it just almost doubled, tripled in size, filling with fluid. And, I ended up that Friday. Ended up going to the doctor, and I was hoping he would like do something like take to sterilize a needle and draw some fluid out of it, or just do do something. And he just put me on another round of antibiotics, and I was like, well, and and gave me prescription for a silver sulfate cream. So when it finally did bust, I had something to put on it. But yeah, it was it was the more of wait around, and we'll see what happens. And and I was just at the point where I'm like, I'm so tired. Of waiting around with this thing and uh, long story short saturday morning at 4 a.m it did finally end up busting while i was asleep so f- that was that was fun to try to get up and deal with all that at 4 a.m so yeah i don't know so right now I'm, I'm in the healing phase i'm trying to keep it wrapped keep some gauze on it putting silver sulfate on it twice a day and hoping it heals fairly right i have a feeling my my black flag tattoo is not going to look the same. Yeah, but this thing had gotten so bad, and not to be gross, but it's the best way I know to describe it, is it had gotten so bad on my leg Friday that it felt like I had a testicle full of fluid on my leg. It was that bad. So, and it was just irritated me so much at that point. It was just, yeah, it was bad. I was glad when it finally broke, so it was at least, no matter how bad it was, it was at least I wasn't having to deal with that anymore. So, yeah, so fun. That was a good way to go to go out on a podcast. Hey, yeah. So, yeah, getting old sucks, kids. Let me tell you what. Even when you're in your thirties, it, yeah, it's still. You still got more just dumb shit to look forward to when you get older. So, there's that. There's that for you. So, with that, uh, yeah, I was gonna. I had. You know what's what's worse is. I've been trying to come up with an outro phrase to go with, and uh, I had one the other day, and do you think I wrote it down? No. So, I guess, yes, the outro for this week, yeah. Old age sucks. Oh, yeah!
Uno de Nero. What have you got, Mr. Buckman? I got a cigarette. I got Uno Nicolet. <laughs> hey, you guys had shirts on when you came in here. Well, something happened to him, man. <laughs> Come on, Spicoli, just put the shirts back on. You see that sign? No shirt, no shoes, no dice. Oh. All right. Learn it. Know it. Live it. Well, he's the full hot board.